We need your house nice and clean. Call Kate and P cleaning. When you need your place nice and clean, call Kate and P cleaning. When you need your business nice and clean, call Kate and P cleaning. You're listening to SPSN Radio. On Spirit Hello, Soul Radio. Thank you for Network. tuning in to Convo Rants and Words. It's me, your host, Deandra, along with my host, SSE, my sister. How are you today? I'm good, my sister. How are you? All is good. I would have been good if I had my my phone off mute and I'm just steady talking and just realize and look down. I'm like, oh, it's on mute. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I was wondering because you paused for a while. I was about to say something. I was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't say it. Like, Did we get disconnected? Or I don't know. No, you're good. I wasn't good. I had my phone on mute. My goodness. I'll tell you. <laughs> Welcome Don't everybody. Worry, it's happening to me many a day, sis. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was just like, wow. Okay, okay. And so again, welcome everybody to Combo Rants and Wire. Look, it's been a while, but we took, you know, a needed break um, you know, for a while, but I'm thankful for my sister because she's been working and working and working on her end, you know. Um <laughs> Sis, tell everybody, kind of give everybody an update on, you know, what you've been up to and how you've been dealing with, you know, the virus, everything that's been going on with the quarantine and everything. Well, well, uh, for me, I have been working because I am an essential worker. I work in a, you know, a grocery store for the time being. Things have been kind of crazy, chaotic, wearing masks, disinfecting everything. It has been really crazy. But, you know, in the yeah. meantime, my routine really hasn't stopped. I just haven't really been going out. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've yeah. been writing. I've been writing my poems. I have been uh, do, doing some other things for other people. Um, let's see. I've been doing my own sh- my my own po- my own podcast, and you know, I wrote a couple of songs. Uh, so yeah, yes. I've been a like a <laughs> I've been like a busy little bee. Uh, so and I'm thinking about starting up a a new page, a new page on social media. You know, for my uh, for my podcast show. So yeah, so it's just been. You know, a lot of things, and then you got Bible studies and stuff like that, and things of that sort. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been a very, very, uh, it's been it's been a busy time just being at home. But I'm I've always been a homebody, so I'm just kind of used to it because I really don't I really don't go out that much because, like I said, uh, my circle of friends is pretty much non-existent <laughs> in mm-hmm. some way, shape, Aww. or form from where I'm living at now. So, I mean, so it's pretty much non-existent, but, you know, when I do go out, I mean, I, I do like, I do like to go out, you know, go out to eat with some, yeah. some of the people that I work with and, you know, do a little shopping, getting out. I go to the movies, I go by myself. Sometimes I take myself to dinner. Sometimes, um, <laughs> that, those are the things Look, that I miss. And I, <laughs> yeah. And I, and I want to get back. So I do those things for myself until the Lord sends someone who will who will do that for me one of these days. That way I don't have to take myself out and go to the movies alone. <laughs> hey, so, look, yes. you know what I what I love about what you said. You know, I, I won't say I won't say that you're alone. I'm saying I would say that you're 
you're living out your singleness. Um, because, you know, when you get in a relationship and things like that, it takes your focus away from the most high. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so you don't really have the time that you have now, like you have all the time to really spend with God and to sit there and focus and hear his voice and everything. But once you get a relationship, you know, relationships are a blessing. Don't get me wrong. But once you get in that mm-hmm. relationship and you get in that commitment, in that covenant relationship, it does, it, mm-hmm. it's a part of your focus that goes away from the most high onto that relationship. And then you have to learn how to like balance and kind of navigate through. So I would say just enjoy it. And I'm sure mm-hmm. you are. Enjoy the singleness and, mm-hmm. you know, it, and I believe that you do have, like you said, associates, but when it comes to that inner circle, like, like friend friends, mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's hard to find. It really is. But um, I love how really you said is. that in your, in your time of, you know, enjoying your singleness and enjoying the, you know, the time in quarantine and things like that, you're being productive. And I think what some people um, they've been more complaining than being productive, you know. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, I can't wait till this is over and I can go back to normal. And it's like, I was talking to one of my dear so friends today. So I can go today. party. Yeah, so I can yeah, go party. Like, really? This is why we're in isolation. This is why God is not going to take this away. Because all y'all think yeah. about is partying. That's all y'all think about yes. the barbecues and the party and the party bra <laughs> and the baseball. That's why God put it away in the first place to put it up. I mean, really, yes. seriously. When your focus yes. is on that more than the Lord, he is not going to he's not gonna bless you with what you want because you're not putting it first, you're putting those artificial things first yes. before him. Yes, say that again. So, and I don't even know, like my friend told me today. She said, I don't even know how we how people can even say we're gonna go back to normal because there's no way in the world, she said, no. that we can go back to I mean, being normal again. No. Our mindset is completely it should be. It should be completely yeah. different in a positive way. Uh we should not because go back to teach- life as usual. Yeah, this should teach us something. This really should teach us a lesson not to take things for granted and not to take things lightly and to be more clean. I mean, a lot of people now didn't know where this effect it was. I'm sorry, but it's the truth. Uh, <laughs> I'm just speaking truth right now. I'm just speaking truth right now. Some people did not yes. know what, what this effect it was. Let, let's just be real. So, yes. I'll just be real right now. So, so I mean, it, like I said, it, it, it's teaching something. I think God in this time, he's really trying to teach to teach us something in these moments because I believe that this is just a preview of what's to come. Yes. See, I know what's a lot of people yeah. believe in pre in pre tribulation and stuff like that. I really don't believe that we're gonna see any of it, even though people might think that this that this is it. No. I uh-huh. just think that because it's because it does say in the word that there's supposed to be, you know, pestilences and plagues, but you know, the end is not yet. But it's just more close to right. coming. So I think God yeah. is trying to say during this time, seek me Find me because I'm gonna. I, I'm. This is like a warning because this is like a preview. Yeah. Of, if people think that this is bad now, if you read in Revelation, it gets far right. more worse than this. And, and, and you know, and I really do feel do feel for the people 
who have passed away from this. I really do feel for the people yes. that had to go yes. through this, yeah. people that have not been able to see their loved ones, people have not been able to have any communication with people in the nursing homes because they're more at risk being out here than anything. And I'm just, and, right. and this is what I'm saying about it. They're trying, some people are complaining so much that they're protesting out on the streets up there holding up sides, how they want to go back to work. They, they mm-hmm. want to do this and they want to do that. But they're trying to say that if you go back too soon, you're at risk of spreading whatever is out there. So I'm just right. saying that this is a time, because most of the time some people really did not have that family time, not really, when, no. when before all this. All people do is people mm-hmm. look at their cell phones. Nobody knows what a board game is anymore because it's all on the phone. <laughs> Nobody knows what a home cooked yes. meal is because everybody keeps going out. No one knows right. any of these things. And, and we take, and sometimes this is an advantage and a disadvantage at the same time because you can't go out. But if you do, if you want to, like, look at old family albums or talk about the games you mm-hmm. did play back then, I mean, uh, t- uh, talk about things that happen with your life. I mean, because a lot of times, you know, some teenage kids, they may not want to hear about their parents' life, but this is a good time to really mm-hmm. get to know your parents and know that they're a human being as well. Right. That's that they a good have point. Flaws and they did things. And they did things with yes. their life. They uh, they went through the same things that you're that you're going through right now. You probably wouldn't. You probably would have never even known that because you're you're really not home. You're doing things with your friends, and you're not. And you never spent that time with them. And I, and I think yeah. in some ways this should bring more families together than tell them apart or make them if they can't see their family right now. They're if they're in a different different state to appreciate your family more, like to be around right. them more. Because, like I said, right. this is an advantage and a disadvantage because it makes you realize what you had and, and uh, what you have at risk losing during, uh, during this time. Yeah. I think that a lot of people just really need to pretty much do as they're told, uh, do as they're told, pray. Because, I mean, if you if everybody got together and really came to God and pray, I believe God would take this all, take this all away in the first place. Because God did say in his word that if my people would come to me and, and repent of their sins, yes. that I will come and take mm-hmm. this away and I will heal your land. Yes. But he will heal me. Yes. So I'm just, I'm just saying that with, with, with this with this whole thing, I think everybody needs to be more prayerful, be more thankful, and if you do have mm-hmm. your family around, spend more time with them. Right, right. Spend more time, you know, with your family, and spend more time, most of all, with God. You know, like you said, stay prayed up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. get in your word, you know, and, and speaking of the word, today we're going to talk about vision, and the mm-hmm. importance of not um, interpret interpreting your vision that God has given you the wrong way. Um, and <laughs> when I thought about this topic, I was thinking about Joseph, how when he was given a dream mm-hmm. by the Most High, and he told it to his brothers, and his brothers afterwards even more hated him. They already hated him because... He was the favorite of, mm-hmm. you know, it was favoritism shown there between mm-hmm. um, Jacob and, um, you know, uh, with his sons. And so he loved Joseph more than he loved the other mm-hmm. sons. And so the other sons yes. hated that, you know. And so yes. I thought about that, how, you know, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. 
You know, no, I, I was thinking, be, you know, it's so much, it's so much in there. I know, I'm like, you know, I know, this is like, yeah, let's get out of here. You know, I was just thinking, like, he had a vision from the Most High, which was go, which was going to take place in his future, but at that time, it was so premature that he shared it at the wrong time and he didn't fully grasp it and fully understand it himself to be able to tell his brother. So, you know, we have to be careful that even though God gives us a vision that we don't take the vision in its premature state and try to understand it at that time because we can misinterpret it. So go ahead. um, um, Tell me what you, what you (laughs) was thinking about when I brought up about Joseph. (laughs) No, because I love the story of Joseph. I love Joseph. That is one of my, fa- my one of the favorite stories in the Bible because, you know, Joseph was such like in a way he he was such a great kid. He was, and you know his brothers mm-hmm. did not like that very much, and you know his his vision was true, but not in the way that his brothers thought or his father thought. They were like, oh, are we supposed to be right. bowing down to you and stuff like that? Like, he's a guy. No, right. no, right. it wasn't supposed to be like that. Mm-hmm. His vision was a vision, was a vision because God had a purpose and a plan for his life. He did not know right. what it was at the time, but God had that purpose and a plan when his brothers did what they did to him, sold him to the uh, was it the Median Knights? Oh, well, well, one of the Knights. Uh, to the yeah, Median Knights. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And then he ended up in um, in a ruler's house, and he was favored there. And then when he yeah. was uh, basically cast into prison, he was favored there. He was like the head warden or something like that. So he was he was yeah. highly favored. God blessed him throughout every single thing that he did and the purpose of his and the plan that God wanted him God wanted him to go through that is because that he was supposed to be in Egypt during this time because of the great famine and he was smart yeah. enough to know what he was doing and he was basically in second of command to Pharaoh so if you couldn't re- really get to Pharaoh then you had to go to go to Joseph so right pretty much God had a purpose like for what what his dream his interp- the dream was that his brothers would be bowed down to him would be like bowed to him like he's a god or anything but he was right. one of the highest rulers in Egypt so when he saw that vision mm-hmm. he did not know fully what that meant it just meant that he right. the vision meant he was in high command and God had a purpose that he wanted him there for the great family to save his family pretty much from everything that was going on he was meant to save his family and to be there in Egypt. So I just think it's a wonderful, it was a wonderful story. And, you know, and sometimes when people do have visions and they have, they have dreams and everything, and sometimes God did not Mm -hmm. give you the whole thing yet, you cannot really jump the gun, jump the gun and say, Mm -hmm. this is this or this is that. Because if you did not entirely get that vision, you really can't say anything about it yet. So, so I mean, because you can think one thing, and then God can come and do another thing. That's how he works. Mm-hmm. Like, see, what he did with Joseph, Joseph probably never thought he would be in that type of a predicament. But oh, no. his, uh-uh. his, his, <laughs> vision, his vision, his dream, it was fulfilled, though. He did not know all yeah. that it was, but it was still fulfilled. But we should not, when we do get a vision or a dream from the Lord that's not complete, let's not jump the gun and try to say that, like this and that, because technically we do not know. Until God, right. 
uh, puts the vision right there, and then you're going to know what purpose that vision was. See, when Joseph saw that, he knew what God's purpose for him was, was to be there with his brothers and be there for his brothers and be there for his family. He did not know that at the time, but then he realized it on down the line. So I just think that we need to be very, very careful very, very careful of what we say yes. about a vision that God has given us. And I wanted to read this from Jeremiah twenty three sixteen, And, and I, it says, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Do not listen to what the prophets are prophesying to you. They fill you with false hopes. They speak visions from their own minds, not from the mouth of the Lord. There are some people who speak visions mm-hmm. from their own mind, and it's based off the yes. flesh. It's not from the mouth yes. of the Lord. See, sometimes that, that's where misinterpretation comes from because there are a lot of people who are, who I do believe, who have prophetic gifts, who are prophets in their, in their own type of way. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that whenever somebody comes to you and they say they have a vision of you, trust me, God is going to give you confirmation. He is going to give you that Amen. confirmation. Trust and believe that. Everything is about confirmation, 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 confirmation on down the line. Amen. So if somebody speaks to you, somebody speaks to you something, don't get all hopeful about it. Pray about it. And then God, he's going to send something else to reveal it to you that this is what I said. He's going to give you that confirmation. He is. But you really have to pray over what someone says over your life. Because just because mm-hmm. somebody is saying this is this for you, that doesn't mean it's it. Like a lot of times you have people out here following other people. Oh, they saw that the, uh, that, that the world is going to end at this time like that one guy did. And all these people were following him. They gave up their life savings. They sold their houses, cashed in everything, mm-hmm. thinking that the yes. Jesus was going to come. No. Not come. That was false. <laughs> that was totally yes. false. And if you read the word of the word of God, do not listen to other people. You have to seek the Lord for yourself. You should not be listening mm-hmm. to people who, who speak things like that. Because it says in his word, when you study his word, that no no not the angels, not even Jesus himself know when he's gonna come back. Only the Father knows when Christ is gonna come Thank back. Thank you. So, yes, I was thinking that so, and you said it. Praise the most high. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a card, what a card, what a card. So, yes. so, so, so we really need to be praying, be praying, and really, and if somebody comes and speaks life over us and things of that sort, God is going to show us, and God is immediately going to show us that this is no joke. And I mean, I mean, there have been many people in the Bible who had visions and dreams. There was Daniel who had many visions and dreams. I believe Jeremiah, all the prophets, Isaiah, they saw things them. that were supposed mm-hmm. to happen. All Every last single yeah. one of them. So but God gave them that. Nobody else gave them that, but the Lord gave them that. But when the Lord gives right. you a, a vision, do not try to interpret it and don't put the flesh into it. Because sometimes the thing that you want the thing that you that that you most want, you might be trying interpret you're interpreting it into something else, but you don't know what God mm-hmm. wants for you. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is so the we truth. have to be very and yes, we have to be very careful with visions and with dreams, with whatever God gives us, and not share it at a most inopportune time because we do not yes. we do not know what that full vision is going to be. So we all yes. have to be steadfast. We all have to be quiet and not and and, and not share the, not share things that God did not tell us to disclose yet. 
Amen. Look, I feel somebody like, man, she just stepped right on my toes. Look, look at here. It's, truth is the truth, and it's right. You know, I always, my uncle always says it's tight, but it's right. And it is. It's tight, but it's right. You know, we can't disclose. Yeah. <laughs> we can't disclose not, everything that the Most High gives us because, and I love how you said, don't add flesh to it. Because we could be so quick to add, oh, I think this, I think the Most High is saying this. Oh, I think that it was, mm-hmm. I think this represented that, and then we're all totally on left field, or we don't love everything yeah. <laughs> that God is showing. But go ahead, sis. I was gonna say one more. The more the more spiritual you are, the more God will show you. The more flesh you are, God's not gonna show you nothing. Because this is the thing. Sometimes we let our flesh kind of take control. We do. It happens as human beings. But if you do truly want God to show you vision, to show you purpose and things like that, you have to be more in him. You have to be really in his word and you have to be really prayed up. And and Mm -hmm. all I'm saying is the more spiritual you are, the more God will give you. The more flesh you are, the less he will give you. Because you cannot have Mm -hmm. flesh and the the flesh and the spirit do not mix. They do not mix, period. Because no. God wants Mm-mm. nothing to do with flesh and blood, so we really have to grow. We really have to grow in that. And don't get me wrong; I'm guilty of that myself. Trust me, trust me. I still have those little nudges when I want to watch Love and Hip Hop. I used to look because my friend got me hooked <laughs> on to it. I get that uh-huh. because I get because I watched it whenever I had cable. I thank God I don't have cable now. Um, mm-hmm. But my sister brought cable to the house, and then my friend suggested to watch all these shows at the time, The Real Housewives and stuff like that. Oh, yes. Sometimes you find yourself going back to that because it's entertainment. It's entertainment watching some yes. of these folks, but we have to remember they need prayer too. This It's not funny what they be going through, trust me. It's not funny what, no. what happens. It's all drama filled, and they say the most hateful and disgusting things to each other that I've ever seen in my life. And their lives yes. are real, and it's nothing really funny. There's nothing really funny about that. But yet, we are entertained by it, by all the drama, because it's interesting. It's interesting to watch, but mm-hmm. I don't suggest that for anybody. Mm-hmm. Really get into your word. Really seek the Lord. Yeah. Don't be into loving hip-hop or loving hip-hop Atlanta. Think of that sort. Don't be into that because, like yeah. I said, like the, even the smallest thing, like like I said, the more spiritual you are, the more God will give you. The more, if you're trying to be more in your flesh and doing things in your flesh and things of that sort, you're not going to hear anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love how you talked about that because I used, like years ago, um, and I don't have cable, so I totally agree with you. Cause, uh, my husband and I, we, we canceled that cable because it was like, uh-uh, we ain't even, it's too much money. We're not even watching half of the channels. But anyway, that was a side, that was a side note, y'all. But um, <laughs> I like how you talked about, you know, loving hip-hop and the Housewives of Atlanta because years ago the Most High had to tell me to stop watching that stuff because if you're not careful, yeah. like you said, it'll seep into your spirit even yeah, though it's entertainment. It affects your mind. It affects your mind. Saying that, it, it does. does. And it I mean, does. And, maybe, and maybe it does not have that effect on other people. I don't know. But like I said, I found, I'm going to admit it. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit my shame. I found myself watching it today. It comes up in my Facebook mm-hmm. feed, the love and hip-hop thing and stuff, and I found myself watching some old stuff that I used to watch. Also, and it's just like, 
it's like you can't help watch this, and I have to, I do have to pray to wean myself off of this stuff because I mean, I had to pray to wean myself off of this stuff because, like, Mm -hmm. seriously, because it does affect you and it kind of affects you spiritually, it affects your mind. Uh, Like I said, you have to be careful what you watch, you have to be careful of what what comes into you because I used to, um, before I had Harry Potter films, I never realized. Um, about sorcery mm-hmm. and everything. I was watching it for entertainment yeah. value, and yeah, I liked Harry Potter. But then a friend, mm-hmm. yeah, but then a friend of mine pointed out to me nothing but witchcraft, and I do. Yeah. And I did have some movies that were not good. I had Harry Potter, The Craft, uh, Practical Magic, stuff like that. But I, it was entertaining to me. I really wasn't thinking some of those movies I watched when I was a teenager, and I didn't think nothing of it mm-hmm. when I bought them. But then right. when right. I really thought about it, I was like, you know what, Lord, this is not good. I shouldn't have these movies in my house because Harry mm-hmm. Potter just represents, it represents witchcraft. Some of these movies I have, right. it represents witchcraft, uh, like mm-hmm. the movie Carrie or uh, what other movies that are kind of like, like in a way, double related in some type of way, shape or form. You know, things of that yeah. things of that sort. And I've seen all those movies and I said, you know what? I need to get rid of them. I, I know mm-hmm. that it's like it's it was a waste of money to get them, but it's like you have to get rid of them because it's not yeah. good to have in your house. It's witchcraft basically. You're not you're 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 just watching witchcraft. You're in a way you're promoting it. Even though I didn't think nothing of it at the time because I said to myself, Oh, witchcraft ain't real. It's just for entertainment value. But then yeah, when you yeah. do your research when you when you do your research and you read up on things and people do these rituals and things of that sort mm-hmm. that are horrible. Mm-hmm. I saw a ritual where they wanted to sacrifice babies and, and, and like I wow. said, that stuff is no joke. That stuff is no joke. People it's really real. take that seriously. It's, it's definitely mm-hmm. real out here. Just because we can't see it, we're not looking at it all the time, does, doesn't mean that it's real. There's some really, there are witches and warlocks out here, and they want to destroy you pretty much if you don't believe in what they believe in. If you talk about Jesus Christ to them, they will probably spit at you and try to kill you. That, that's how bad it is out here. And so mm-hmm. do not have those things mm-hmm. in your house. You should burn right, them. Get rid of it. And, I, mm-hmm. and I, then I was told maybe I should take it back and get my money for it. I was like, I don't want my money for that. Nobody else should have that. So pretty much tore them right. threw them away right, and, just, and just threw them out. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, it's just a promotion of witchcraft, and you really have to be careful of what you bring into your house and what, and, and yeah. what you're looking at on screen because there are spirits all around, and I never realized that. There are spirits all around ready to attach themselves to you through, te- through the TV. TV is a very yeah. powerful thing. It, social it media is, is a very know, powerful thing. It is. And, you know, it's so funny because back in the day, like my grandma, um, you know, just elderly people, older people um, in my life, they – will always say the TV is the devil, which it is mm-hmm. a part of him if we're not careful because if we're watching, like you said, we're watching the Harry Potter movies and the craft and all of that, mm-hmm. and we're just thinking, oh, it's just entertainment. We're getting numb to the actuality of, of reality of the enemy and, and his wickedness mm-hmm. and, and what he's about. Yeah. And, you know, even speaking about the witches, you know, there's, people that call themselves Christian, 
witches. You know, yeah, they believe. I, I, oh, I believe. I believe in Jesus. I'm Christian. I follow Jesus. I could still be a witch. They're casting yeah. spells. They're doing all kinds of things, but they think they're still Christian and following after Jesus. And that is a scary thing. That if you can call yourself a disciple of Christ, you're following after Christ, you're still a witch. You're still, like you said, a warlock. You're still casting spells. You're still doing all these demonic things, and you're trying yeah. to sell something that's demonic as holy. That's not holy. Yeah. You have to get rid of that. And you friend, have to get rid of that. And, I'm glad and, you brought that up. And a friend of mine brought something else to my attention, too. You know those things on Facebook where you tap and you play, like, oh, my gosh, and then it tells you like, yes. who you're going to marry, what's the name going to start with? That's yes, be careful. I'm sorry to say that. I'm sorry to say that. It may seem all innocent and everything, but he pointed that out to me. He was like, he was like, that's stuff that y'all be doing on Facebook. He said, in a way, that's witchcraft. And I did not realize that until, you know, I did that. It's like it was predicting. It was predicting, like, who you're going to marry mm-hmm. in this year, how many babies you're going to have. That's what they were fortune telling, and that's witchcraft pretty much. I know a lot of people are not going to agree with me on that, and they think it's just innocent little fun playing on Facebook. But seriously, mm-hmm. that stuff right there, that stuff is witchcraft because nobody can predict how many babies you're going to have. No one can predict what kind of car you're going to have. No one can, no one can predict any of that. Only God knows that. No one. So unless he told you verbally verbatim that you're going to get that, then you should not be playing with that stuff right there. You should not be playing like you, you're going to, uh, you know, be with this person five years from now or you're going to uh, do this and do that. Like like I said, a good friend of mine pointed that out to me because I, I used to do them all the time. And I used to share them mm-hmm. all over, you know, Facebook, you know, and stuff like that. But the more I thought about it this week, because I think I shared one, but then I think I took it down. The more I thought about it and stuff, you know what, that is kind of like a form of, it's kind of like a form of witchcraft in a way because, or yeah. fortune telling in a way. Because I used to read horoscopes and stuff. I found that stuff interesting because sometimes they even got it yeah. right. But, but it's still a form of witchcraft. And we need to abstain from anything that it, that's not of God. And, and that, that's not of God. And I know some people are not going to agree with me on that because people are going to do that's their okay. own thing. But, mm-hmm. but that's okay because God has not showed them that yet. And that's fine because yeah. you have to go with your own conviction. You have to go with your own conviction until the Lord shows you. I'm not going to say anything, but I'm just saying for my own conviction, I'm going to choose not to do that anymore because, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, find my, I found myself punching on it, you know, thinking that maybe I should try it and stuff like that. But I said, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to do it not anymore. Doing I'm going to no try more. my best not to, just, mm-hmm. not to do it no more because I had a habit of doing it. And I'm trying my best not to do it no more because sometimes I'll be tempted to like, oh, I'm just so curious about this and so curious about that. But right. we have to learn to abstain from that stuff. I'm just trying to give everybody, just trying to let everybody know what my weaknesses are because nobody's perfect. We all are flawed. Mm-hmm. And these are some of my weaknesses because because a lot of people think it, oh, why is she saying that? She thinks she, no, I don't. No, I don't. I'm saying this because, I mean, the little, the littlest thing that we don't think that is uh, a part of the, you know, a part of saying it is a part of saying pretty much. Like, there was a show yeah. called, uh, uh, 
Long Island medium or something like that, where you see this yes. woman up there giving her <laughs> interpretation, like telling them oh, what this person said. And she got it right. And she got it right, too. But let me tell you who those people are. Let me tell you. Demons mm. are watching everybody in the spiritual realm. If you don't think yes. you don't know, they don't know what kind of food you like, what kind of drink you like, what kind of <laughs> whatever else you like, True. you are yes. wrong. Th- these yes. mediums, whoever they want to call themselves, you know who they're speaking to? Those are nothing but demons interpreting somebody else's character because they because they know what they're doing right there. To make that person believe, right. oh, yeah, I'm really talking to this person. No. You cannot talk to this person after they're after they have passed away. It's not them. Yes. It's the demon that's, that's trying it. to interpret them. Tell the truth. Same the enemy. <laughs> yes. And a yes. lot of people go for this and they and they go hard for this. And let me tell you right now, if you're trying to go to a medium to speak to your dead loved ones, it's not gonna happen. It ain't nothing but it's mm-hmm. nothing but a demon. It's nothing but a demon. Uh, interpreting Amen. that person because like Amen. I said they know what kind of food you like they know what kind of things you drink and things and things of that sort of course you have the devil has minions everywhere watching everybody because you can't be in two places mm-hmm. at once like God God no. is omniscient, mm-hmm. omnipresent, omnipotent God can do it all God can be at yes. 7,000 10,000 places at once the devil cannot. That's right. He has some no. power, but God has other power, and he can't do that. So he has his little man running around here figuring out what you're doing with yourself. Yes. So please don't ever believe a fortune teller, uh, a Long Island medium, because all they're doing, they, they may not know it. They think they have a gift. Yeah, they have a gift, but you're talking, but you're talking to demons pretty much. That is what you're doing. And I never thought love- about, you know, Oh, go ahead, sis. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm loving this. I'm glad you brought it up because it just aligns itself with what we're talking about. There's a lot of witches that are interpreting visions of the Most High the wrong way, and we're pre- they're predicting mm-hmm. what they want and predicting what the enemy is saying to them. Like you said at the beginning, the flesh. They're bringing in the flesh and their vision. Go ahead, sister, because you look, you are, you are, you are on point with this. You on it. You on it. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, I was just because, like, a long time ago, I remember when I was a little girl. I did not know no better. Like, so, uh, when I was a little girl, and my mom didn't know about it either until she looked it up, I wanted a Ouija board. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. You had this thing moving, mm-hmm. like it moved by itself. I thought it worked with magnets. Yes. And then my mom mm-hmm. came and basically told me when I was a little girl, that I'm not buying that for you. I was like, well, why not? I had it on my list for Christmas, and I, I was so disappointed as a little girl. And then she was like, mm-hmm. no, that is something. What, she, was, she, was, she was like, she was like, basically saying, this is something where you can actually speak to demons. And I said, what? And she explained yes, it all to me that's that basically mm-hmm. you don't do nothing but speak to demons. Like, because the thing, it does it, something moves it, but it's not you. It's the demon trying mm-hmm. to sell out something to you. So yes. it ain't nothing. So she was like, it ain't nothing but witchcraft. And she did not get it. And she did not get it for me. She did not get thankful, it for me. So, so I was like, thankful. okay, fine. I did not. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, I didn't want that in. I don't want that in my house anyway. So. 
I mean, it's cool. I don't want nothing mm-hmm. that's, no. So I'm just saying right. you have to be careful what you buy for your children. You have to be careful mm-hmm. of what you let of what you let in. You have to be yes. careful what you let in. Because if you wel- do not welcome Satan into your home, no, do not welcome don't. him into your home. Because that little stuff right there, you're basically welcoming, welcoming him into your home. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. saying, come here, let's play. Pretty much that's what you're saying. So, ba- so basically, like I said, I didn't realize it at the time that, you know, I should not have those Harry Potter movies, so got rid of them. Uh, realized some other films that I should not have. I think I still have a couple films that I should not have, but but I, I'll, I'll get to those. But the main one I went yeah. out was Harry Potter. That was the main one I wanted yeah. out because yeah. that one had the most witchcraft in it. So I'm just right, saying you have to right. be careful what you're bringing into your home. And you have to mm-hmm, be careful mm-hmm. what you're watching and what your kids are watching. That That's, that's yes. very important. Do not have them sit up there and watch a show called Lucifer. I remember my, I remember my boss asked oh me uh, that I watch that show. And I said, no, mm-hmm. I'm not sitting up there wasting my time watching a show called Lucifer because I'm not watching anything yes. that's a motel. No. That's all <laughs> He wants to That's be famous, right. and I'm like, I'm not down for it. I'm not down for it watching uh-uh. this man sitting up here to play Lucifer. That's not cool no. at all. So like I said, you no. really have to be careful. You have to be careful what you're watching. You have to be careful what you let to your mind and, and, and what you let around you spiritually because those spirits can attach themselves to you. They can attach right. themselves to you. And, and then you that. have to end up getting rid You And then you have to end up getting rid of them. Because whatever falls upon you, you have to break it in the mighty name of Jesus. And that's why I mm-hmm. say you have to be careful what you let in. You have to be careful. Yes. You have to protect your children, protect uh, protect your husbands, protect protect everybody yes. from what from what yes. from, from, from all that stuff coming into your home. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. how some like people said, treat treat a will. person in the flesh. You treat a person in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just say, would you let a serial killer into your home? No. You would not no. let that serial killer mm-hmm. in your home. Why would you let why would you let spiritual killers into your home? Why would you let mm. spiritual killers like demons into your home? That's good. You have to treat that you have to treat that the same way you would treat a human being if you actually saw them in the flesh as a serial killer. You have to treat the the spirit the spiritual uh killers the same way. You do not let them into your home. Right. Right. That's good, you do not, y'all. You do not invite yeah. that into your home. So whatever you're watching yeah. out there, whatever shows you watch it, whatever music you're listening listening to, because he gets through music, he gets through TV. This is why people are so mm-hmm. distracted by TV and things of that sort because of the entertainment yeah. value. Because you like watching people acting like they're a fool and things of that sort. <laughs> but in all reality, it's all a distraction from the enemy, so you won't be able to yeah. listen to God. You find that more entertaining than you do the most high. And the music you're listening to, I don't care if it has a good beat. I don't even care if it has good rhythm. If it ain't about Christ, you shouldn't be listening to it at all. If it has cussing, profanity, or anything in it, you should not be listening to it at all. Should not. Should not. Should not be letting it in your spirit. And I'm so thankful that we touched on this subject today because there are a lot of people doing these things. They're watching entertainment. 
these shows for entertainment. They're looking at the drama. Their lives are worse than mine. So it's funny. No, it's not. It's not funny. Yeah, it's not. It's all real, and we have to make sure that we keep our ear gates and our eye gates as well as our hearts and our spirits open to the most high, not to the enemy. Mm-hmm. So we're going to close out today's broadcast. And, y'all, y'all we'll be back on Wednesday. We're going to talk more about, uh, you know, whatever the most high puts on our spirit to talk about. But I encourage you and my sister encourage you, if there is something that the most high is convicting you of, if it's something you're watching, something you're listening to, something that you have in your home that you need to throw out, throw it out. It's not worth it in the end because guess what? We all want to make it to heaven. We want to be with our father. We do not Mm -hmm. want to go to hell. We don't want to be with the enemy, you know. (laughs) So make the decisions that you're (laughs) supposed to make and do what you got to do. But, uh, sis, is there anything else you wanted to share with everybody before we close out the show tonight? Um, I'll just read uh, another verse. It's, it's at Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I just want to let everyone know that God does have a plan for you. He has a hope for you. Uh, he has a future for you. Always believe in that and always pushing that. Just try to stay lifted up in him. And I know it's hard because I have my Achilles heel too. Like I said, I do like to watch reality shows, but another thing I want to point out before we close is is that pray for celebrities, please. Pray for all the celebrities out there. Because yes. like I said, when we watch mm-hmm. these shows and stuff like that, we may think it's entertainment value, and we may think it's funny, and we may say that their lives are worse than ours, but let, but if, if it is, you pray for them. Don't be basking in mm-hmm. their misery. Because sometimes, most of the time, just because they have all the money in the world and they're rich, they're really depressed. Mm-hmm. And they're really depressed. They're mm-hmm. really sad. They feel like they have no real friends in their life because of their celebrity, which is true for most celebrities because some of them suffer from depression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people do not know it. So please, I beg of you, pray for our celebrities. Don't down our celebrities. Just continually pray right. for them that they will find the Lord and they will find the light at the end of the tub- tunnel and stop being blinded by Hollywood, by the glitz and the glam, and really turn to the most high right. who has all the glitz and the glam. Yes, amen, hallelujah. Yes, he does. He has it all. He owns it all, created it all. Yes, he did. But look, don't take the vision that the Most High gives you and misinterpret it. Don't put your flesh in there. Sit down. Sit on it. Hold on to it. Ponder on it. When Mary was given the words of the Holy Spirit coming over her to bless her with the baby child, Jesus, she didn't tell it to everybody. She went, and she went yeah. to her cousin Elizabeth's house, and she spent three months there, y'all. Three months. <laughs> okay? Amen. She sat on this. She sat on this. Do your research. Read your word. You'll see that she sat on it and she pondered on it. Even throughout Jesus' life, things that he would say, she would ponder on it. We have to ponder on the things that the Most High gives us. Think on these things. We have to think and not just be so quick to speak and share it with everybody because we don't know the fullness of the vision. And we don't know what process we're going to have to go through in order to get to the ending of it. But I pray that you was encouraged. I pray that you was inspired. And I pray that you was motivated to do the things of the most high and keep it righteous. Keep it righteous. With that being said, we love you all. And we'll see you on Wednesday. God bless. God bless you. God bless you.